0: The Art and Industry of Business and Living Podcast. Discussing conscious choices around business, money, life and living and creating a greater future for you and the planet. Hi everyone, welcome to the Art and Industry of Business and Living Podcast. Here is Simone is your host as usual. I'm here every single week, funny that. And I am here in Costa Rica. So the sound you may hear... <laughs> is the rain. It, uh, it seems to, at this time of year, it seems to rain non-stop. The rain that I love, though, that sort of rain, you go outside and, and all of a sudden you just drench, like even your underwear, because it's just like, <sighs> pause. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's stunning here. And I am with uh, two lovely gents who happen to be here in Costa Rica for the advanced body class as well. So I'm very, very grateful to have you guys here. Um, Mr. Hannes and Mr. Sewell welcome. Hola todos. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man of many different languages, Hannes, yes. Very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Mr. Sewell. So these gentlemen are um, incredibly grateful for what they have sort of stepped into and are creating in the world. And they're starting to do classes around the world that's based on Gary Douglas um, and Dr. Dane Heer's book of uh, The Return of the Gentleman Club is Danes and the original one that Gary wrote was the gents club and is i think that's what it's called isn't it Gary's the gentlemen's club yeah called the gentlemen's club and i remember years ago when uh Gary actually did a class uh on the Gentleman's club and i think it was like a two or three day class or something like that and it was the first one that they did i think the book was actually written from that and I was in a relationship at the time with Brennan Watt and uh, my friend Chris Hughes went to it as well. And they came back to the apartment we were staying at and they were, they were being really cocky and really like, and I was like, what the hell's going on? And I was like, what happened at this class, you know? And then Gary was, I, I actually spoke to Gary because I was like, I, I sort of, like they usually treat me really nicely and all of a sudden it was like they were being assholes and I was like, what's going on? And I spoke to Gary because I was like, what did you do in class? And he goes, oh, <laughs> I think they took it the wrong way. And so we, so it came up in class. They started talking about it because Gary was like, you know, stop choosing um, for a woman sort of thing, choose for you, blah, blah, blah. So then they came home and they are like, we are choosing for me. And I was just <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> and it was this, like, huge amount of separation. So, hey. It doesn't mean you get it right the first time. Oh, it's not about getting it wrong. But it was really interesting. And what I'm really grateful for, with Gary Douglas starting this off, Dr. Dane here, and Hannes and Saul, and we've also got two others who are facilitating this class, Mark Kerr and Roman Petajin. I'm going to... And what I want to say is I'm so grateful for you guys stepping into doing and being this because there is, there is a lot of... Uh, points of view around the world of the rightness and the wrongness of what it is to be a gentleman and how you should be. I mean, even me going, hang on a second, why are you treating me like this when I'm so used to being treated like something else from these men? And second, how many projections and expectations do women have of men of how they should be and men have of men of how they should be and vice versa? And it gets so friggin' mixed up and creates so much judgment around the world rather than what else is possible that we could create? So what have you guys noticed that, that has occurred in the classes? Like what's what's come up, you know, I don't know. Funny, serious antidotes, go for it. What do you want to talk about?
1: <laughs> well, like what you would what you were just talking about then actually was like when we first started this, I was I like had also a lot of I guess judgments of myself about like not, not being a gentleman and like wondering why I was like peeped to to do this and so Yeah, like actually going on on the adventure of starting to facilitate these calls and everything and the classes, just being around other men that are willing to be vulnerable and actually then being vulnerable with them in a class where there's women and men was something like completely different that I hadn't experienced before. You
0: know, it is interesting because you say, you know, you guys got picked, you got asked to to do this class. And I remember, you know, we did an Oli podcast, which you can also find on my website um, with these guys. And I remember, I think it was you, saw that said, you know, sitting at this table, you were like, wow, this is basically like a, a bag of, you know, licorice all sauce. Like there's all these different people here. What are we doing here? Yeah. And you are really different. The four of you gentlemen are completely and utterly different. And yet what I've noticed is the level of um, – Gratitude and the honoring that you guys have for each other, and not asking each other to change, not expecting someone to do something different, like to just be them and to sort of be an allowance of that, accept that, and see how you can create with that. So, is that sort of what's occurred with this? It's like, what have you guys noticed?
2: Yeah, especially what you said, uh, um, Soul, um, it happened for all four of us that why, why did they choose us? <laughs> you know? so, and um, and what what Dane also writes in his book is like, um, as a gentleman, you don't have to prove to be a gentleman, just be it. But what does it mean? Be be a gentleman. Yeah. You know. So maybe it's this being vulnerable, and uh, also being yeah kind, but also not um, not being a, a doormat for everyone. You know. And what we, we uh, realized during the class is the, the gratitude that people had for all four of us. And um, they said that opened a, a space that wasn't there before. So and did you expect that,
0: a level of gratitude
2: that people would
1: have for you? We, we didn't expect nothing. Right. Right? Mm, yeah. I, was like, very blown away by the by the feedback that yeah. we got. and. and also, actually, what people were willing to ask, like in the classes and stuff, like it, there was a sense that they could ask things that they like hadn't really been willing to ask before, and that was that was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, and also they were vulnerable with their questions. Mm. Yeah.
0: No, no, Mark, and said, um, yeah, Mark said that, you know, because you guys followed the relationship yeah. done different class and people were asking questions about sex and relationship, Mark said, hang on, you were supposed to ask Simone and Brennan that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not us. <laughs> but it's true. But it's funny because I was on the thread, like when you guys were doing the classes and, and, I, and I was even like, I don't even know what to ask them. Like I don't even know. Like it's not, it's not something that's spoken about uh, in our world today about being a gentleman. And it's like I mean if you if you typically described it it would be like okay so being a gentleman is you know opening a car door it's you know for a woman it's like opening um you know a door or you know pulling out a chair or something like that or lifting a bag but that's all about what a man can be for a woman so what other aspects do you guys explore with that like what does a man be with a man or what is what do you be for yourself but we
2: realized also was uh, during the class and the facilitation, there was no competition in between us and um it was it was such a lot of, of fun doing that together and um also afterwards the a lot of women said, uh, seeing all four of you how you treated each other that that was so impressive um because one um participant said just when when she she posted on Facebook there will." with a class coming up, um, she she started to cry because right. of the energy or whatever, yeah.
0: I yeah. do get that that's the energy that you guys are willing to be, because you're not walking on stage going, I've got it right, and it's like I've got the answer. You know, I think Gary and Dane are very smart, actually picking the four of you being so different, because you guys had to go into question. Yeah. It's not like, oh, we're the same, you know, come from the same, you know, breed. (laughs) We look the same, same country. Same no, No, it's, like, completely different. different. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it was, it is funny because, like, someone asking a question could get uh, facilitation from, like, four different angles. But I guess the way that we were also able to, like, add on bits and pieces so that we would all be able to contribute to, like, what someone was asking for and, um Having the four of us available for that is a gift.
0: So, what are you guys discovering personally with this? Like, is there stuff coming up for you personally that is changing in your lives? A lot of stuff came up. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to talk about in the podcast that you could share with people that, you know?
2: Yeah, especially. Um, also, this um, can I really do that? You know? I'm, I'm capable capable I think capable capable to do that and we had a conversation also and we had all the same and and then we were on the question and that, and and at one point I don't I think it was a couple of weeks before maybe I, I, I think it was during the the global foundation class in Houston where mark and I did a, a announcement mm-hmm. and Mark said at this point and it was also for me everything changed. At this point we we knew
1: it that okay, we can do that. I don't know how was it for you so? Yeah, I mean with with pretty much everything with choosing in access, it's like I guess <laughs> you choose and see what it creates. Yeah. So it's like you just have to go. But yeah, I would I would also say like for me these this class has been like a lot about being vulnerable with you and especially as well straight after the relationship done different class with you and Brendan was like set the scene for like that and you can't really facilitate like that if you're not willing to be that with you and for me that's been yeah huge like looking at things that I hadn't been willing to really look at before and I've noticed I guess what um when people are choosing something that's like completely different what that opens up for everyone else in terms of like different choices
0: yeah it's interesting when I um when I met Brandon Watt who you guys know and facilitates access to one of the things he said when he met Gary and Dane he was like wow you can be like that like you can be a man like that because what he grew up with was every male in his life was incredibly abusive like you know, physically and sexually to most of his family and all that sort of stuff, and was just, you know, didn't have that figure around that he looked at and went, oh, this is what it can be like to be a man. And when he met Gary and Dane, he was like, oh, (laughs) there's something different available. So what would you sort of suggest or say to any of those men out there listening to that have already decided that they can only be one thing? Like... I mean, like, the terminology in Australia you use is a tradie, like what Brandon was, mm-hmm. or Mark, mm-hmm. who is actually one of, you, one of the gents from yeah. the, you know, that does the facilitation. He's hysterical, like, and he's such an Aussie bloke mm-hmm. and was, um, was a bricklayer for ages. I think he was a bricklayer, wasn't he? He was a tradie. Yeah, I'm not sure. What he laid he... bricks. I think he's built fences. He's done everything. Yeah, yeah. But so many men I see don't see that there's another possibility. So what are some of the things that you could say to them, or questions, or processes, anything you want to do, like just for them? What would you say to them? What helps me is just
2: follow what what makes you happy. And also if if a lot of people say, hey, you're crazy, why are you doing that? Um, But if it's it's something that makes you happy and joyful, then it it opens such a lot of space and, and doors where you can go through especially with, with access and the tools mm. um, that if you really want to change something you can change a lot and this this is like um, for me personally it was like I, I was really a, a shy boy when, <laughs> I, when I came to access you know and I realized the value maybe yeah um, that I, I that I have and all the men that are outside and uh, listening now please watch in in, in your mirror in the mirror and start to um, to like yourself and also if it's only maybe a minute you know to like yourself to like yourself and what would it take th- this minute mm-hmm. doubles and doubles and doubles and doubles yeah that's and easy
0: to do one two four six k yeah mm-hmm.
2: got that <laughs> no one for eight <laughs> And it, it
0: has nothing to do with being selfish, you know, right. when you do that. That's what I was going to ask you. When you say, you know, start with, you know, choosing what makes you happy, and it's like most of the people I that I've spoken to think that when they choose something that makes them happy, it's choosing against.
2: Yeah. But is it really like this? Uh, I also, a lot of years, sort it like this. And, and I, I did, I, I then I, I didn't choose for me, and I chose for the other person. And what happened? That. Um, at, at one point, I was so unlucky and un- un- unhappy, mm-hmm. and and unlucky and yeah. unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was first, unhappiness or unlucky? Uh, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially unhappy, and um, the the money flow goes run away. You know, huh. yeah. And I I don't know what, what happened. Clients, I lo- lost clients. Yeah, yeah. And at one point, then I I, I I have chosen to separate with this person, was a woman, yeah. And after that, my happiness came back, yeah. Aha! Uh-huh. The happiness was was there, and I started to choose for me. And this this person, you know, she accused me that it's my fault that now she's unhappy. Oh, so you you were supposed yeah. to be the source of yeah, her happiness, yeah? But I, I believed it for for a little moment, yeah. But is it really like this, or? Did I choose for me? Right. And it, it was not that I, I have chosen against her, but I have chosen for me. Yeah? So,
0: yeah, and I, I, and I see so many people who do, they think that if they start to choose from them, it's choosing against someone. So if you're out there listening to this, please know that choosing for you doesn't have to be about choosing against someone. It's You can choose for you, which includes everyone and everything around you. And that's a lot of what we talk about in Access Consciousness and, you know, obviously what these guys will be talking about in the Gents Club too. So then can you talk about with relationship because it's interesting with relationship too. It's like so often you do see a man uh, try and be what they've decided the woman has has decided that they should be. So how does a man go about being a gentleman in a relationship? What are some of the tools that you could talk about with that?
1: Just one thing before we go into that, um, like following on from what you guys were talking about, um, there's like, I guess somewhere where there there is like, for gentlemen, there are more like, and for everyone, there are more choices available than like what you currently would consider is actually possible. And like one thing for me was like, I was like con- constantly making my reality like, right based on like all of the things that it's like if I do this it'll be like this but like when you actually start to see the way that also other people are choosing and what that's creating in their lives and in the world like you can see that there are more more choices available and then if you don't have to always be choosing what you think is right then there's seems to be
0: so that old saying if the world is your oyster is true there's possibilities (laughs) everywhere (laughs) There is possibilities everywhere though. It's like each and every single choice you make, another possibility opens up. Another like, you know, it's funny, every judgment that you make creates a whole lot of other judgments to keep that judgment in place. And yet every choice you make has a whole lot of other possibilities available and then another choice and a whole lot of other possibilities available. It's like, but somewhere, it's like most people in this reality stop possibilities showing up and it's like, you know, for what insane reason would you stop possibilities showing up? So you can be, you know, you can control everything. You can try and get it right. So everything that that is, and everywhere that you're trying to control everything and trying to control your whole entire life and get it right, where you destroy and uncreate it. This yes. is for us three, not for you guys <laughs> out there. Right and wrong, boom, bag, pop and pot all night in shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. yeah. Now, oh, that's why we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to our chat. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so. And you know, um, yeah. what I what I also did is like I I, I didn't choose to not choose something wrong. But also, it's crazy because also, if you don't choose, it's also you choose, you know,
0: it's also a choice. And um, oh, so, you wouldn't choose, yeah, so that you wouldn't choose something wrong. Yeah. So, just don't choose, don't just not like, <laughs> just be like, just stay there, yeah, like, don't go, move, yeah. don't move, just freeze. Yeah. Yes, yeah, wow, that's that's actually really common, especially among men, I would say. Yeah. And a woman would just be, like, rant – I'm allowed to say it because I'm a woman mm-hmm. – We'll rant and rave and, and say all these things, whereas a man would just freeze and go, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the freezing, did that create anything for you, Hannes? No. But you weren't wrong. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't right. Yeah, yeah right. That's a very familiar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so everything that that is and everything you can relate to out there and you're going, oh yeah, I've done that a million times a day we destroy and uncreate it and start knowing, you know, as Saul said that there's many, many, many possibilities available everything that that is times a gazillion we're writing on Good and Bad, Pop and Pot or nine shorts, boys and beyond
2: yeah, and what would it take that we see these possibilities and that, that, to see also that we have these possibilities
0: and yeah, well I get so much it's not, I mean, it's it's knowing that the possibilities exist. Like, like you know, like, Saul, you were saying, it's like that there's so many possibilities available. And the next thing is ask a question. And one of the things I was talking to Gary Douglas today and I was telling Saul, he was talking to me and Brendan, and he said, you need to force yourself to ask questions. Because both of us, I know, have been going to the rightness of stuff and going to the conclusion. And I was like, wow, force myself to ask questions. But I'm noticing that, like... Something goes to come out of my mouth, and I'm like, "Oh, this is a rightness, or this is a conclusion, rather than either shut up or ask a question." Mm-hmm. And so that's my new tool, except for the podcast, because that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be interesting <laughs> to see how that works. I'll be doing Hannes' freezing moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how how uh, it
2: happens that um, you know? I also said, "Yeah, yeah, they have the possibilities.
0: I can, I can do that." Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I can't do yeah. that. Yeah. How many times have you gone to I can't do that? <laughs> oh yeah. that's a really great question. So everything no, in that is and everywhere cool. that you go, yeah, I can relate to Hannes where you destroy and uncreate it, right and yeah. <laughs> I'm good about a pock and potter on it's poison meons. Because <laughs> Hannes is not the only one that's chasing that. <laughs> cool. So with my question about relationship, what's a, what's what is it, how's the gentleman in relationship? What's three things that they some a man needs to start? Grateful? You know? hmm Grateful for
2: for the person and for 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 yourself also.
0: Yeah. yeah, that I really like that tool of you know looking in the mirror just even for one minute and liking you, mm-hmm. and then double it. And then someone's like, "Dude, you live in the mirror all day." No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Hannes means you have to stand in front of the mirror all day. I think he no. means that you can actually extend the level of liking
2: yourself. <laughs> yeah, but how often happens that you look in the mirror and just think, "Oh, who is that?" Right. So, you know, <laughs> fuck.
1: <Sometimes. laughs> Yeah. And I would say like, um, start looking at like, uh, you know, like what's, what's actually like true for you. Cause as soon as you like define yourself as, as like a gentleman or as like a man, then there's like, I guess a whole set of projections and expectations that come along with it. Um, that might not necessarily be true for you. So
0: in getting it right, like if a gent wasn't trying to get it right, what would they choose? Yeah. And also
2: allow the the other person, the point of views that she has or he, yeah. You don't have to be right. Just be an allowance. Maybe allowance mm. is also mm. something, yeah.
0: So five elements of intimacy is something that we talk about <laughs> in access. Oh, yeah. With the allowance, vulnerability, gratitude, you pretty much mentioned some more honour and trust. And mm. like, so if you have those five elements of intimacy, it's like with yourself, yeah. Like then you can excuse me, actually have them with others. Hmm. So you guys have got some classes coming up. Where can um, people, people can find you on, what's the URL? The gents.club. The gents.club. So it's the gents.club, not .com. No, No, it's .club. club.
1: Ah. Yeah,
0: you can get little. I never knew that. Mm -hmm. The gents.club. Okay, so the gents.club, and you can find Hannes and Saul and, Roman and Mark on there and any of their upcoming classes but if you go there too you can also contact them and I know these guys do private sessions and they're you know request a class because unless you ask the question they may not may not know that you desire them to go there that's how it works ladies and gentlemen you've got to ask the questions which oh yeah, opens up the possibilities <laughs> so what else would you guys like to talk about here? Is there anything else you'd like to add here? Anything you'd like to see more created in the world, the invitation of it?
1: Well, like, I'd actually also like to just acknowledge, like, what you and Brendan have been creating with relationships done different, because I I do really feel like that class really also, like, feeds into and supports, like, what, what we've been doing. And, yeah, like... To see, like, what you guys have been choosing and then also that you have still been, like, creating and it's just so different.
0: It is. I know. Thank you. And we were talking about that today. I mean, we were in a relationship for eight years and I think right now we're more honest with each other about everything than we've ever been before. Mm. And it's, 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 I mean, we didn't desire to break up our relationship on, you know, on national TV would be <laughs> frigging media and radio interviews and and all that. And It's like really, <laughs> and then and then all the other stuff that's going on with it after that. It's like everything's like seems to be in the limelight. It's like that's what happens, I guess, when you travel around the world and and facilitate thousands of people. Is that everyone gets to to you know observe and judge, and we have continued just to choose what next and yeah there is a great i thank you because there is a great deal of honoring that we have for each other and i get that we're more in creationship now than we have been a long time and that's actually possible with everyone it's like i mean that you guys are in creationship it's a new new word by the way if you're listening to this and you're like what is she saying it's creationship we made it up Instead of a relationship, it should be creationship.
1: Yeah, and, like, I don't know anyone else who talks about this stuff, you know, who has these, like, conversations. It's like, and and who's actually choosing something that's, like, completely different. Like, just, I don't know, for me there was never any information out there that spoke about something that was anything that was, like, even desirable, you know, in this area. So, yeah.
0: I agree. You know, when I first found Access, um, and I was like, oh, my God, because one of the first things I ever heard Gary talk about was um, no judgment, which is funny because after 17 years, I think I only just got that the other day, what a world looks like with no judgment, you know, and and I went home and Googled everything I could on, on the website, and at that stage, there was hardly anything available, and I found this whole written piece on a world with no judgment, and I was like, oh, my God, can you imagine what that would be like? But no one was talking about it, and it's like it, it wasn't like it was a possibility. And yet, all the tools of access create that as a possibility. It's you—you—you you, correct. This is the most different, weirdest yet so normal stuff in the world. It's like the weirder it gets, you go, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like I remember a, a 12-year-old kid said to me once I was facilitating, and she said, Simone. You're not telling me anything I don't already know, but nobody talks about this stuff. Mm And I was like, yeah, that's true. That we are now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And how many
2: relationships are based on judgments? Oh, Um, yeah.
0: Well, I was talking about that to Gary today. It's like the amount of people who actually are attracted to each other based on judgment, Mm -hmm. um, and whether it's with the relationship or sex or however that, that is, rather than what if people actually chose to be together for a minute, an hour, a week, a year, 10 years, whatever, based on possibilities. Yeah.
2: Completely different. And there's also nothing wrong if you break the relationship, you know. Mm -hmm. If the relationship breaks, how many stay in the relationship also?
0: Because of the kids or... Because of the kids or because you said that you would be in a relationship so you decided that that's the right thing is to stay in a relationship rather than actually know there's a different choice.
2: what, what will... The other people, what will our friends think about when we break or, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, we were talking about that today as well. I had a big chat here with Brendan at the table. You're sitting at now <laughs> with Brendan and Gary. And, uh, I mean, Brendan was the one who chose to break up the relationship. And yet, when I looked at it, like, I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, it's if, you, if I looked at the past eight months of our relationship, it was so much about maintaining it, not about creating it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I went, and there's definitely moments where I go, oh, you know, we both do, of like, mm-hmm. oh, should we have done that? Is there something? And Gary goes, all right, so then what if you guys, you know, could get back together? I'm like, oh, my God, do you know how much I love living in my house on my own? <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and and I get what we are creating now is something completely and utterly different. So I implore anyone out there to please don't uh, – think that you need to stick to something because you committed to it in some way. And it's like, what if the commitment was to you? And what if the commitment was to you and you were able to change that when you know to change it? Not from resistance and reaction or alignment and agreement, from choice. It's like relationship shouldn't be a necessity. It should be a choice, a choice of possibilities.
2: Yes, and what I also realize is give the other person the freedom also. What do you mean by that? Um, because I realized that a lot of men, they, they think, oh, my, that's my wife, my wife, yeah? My wife. My wife. I well, own her. Huh. But you don't own no, nobody. Yeah.
0: No one. So... It's true. A lot of relationship is based on who owns who. Oh, it's a best yeah. <coughs> there was one guy, I remember, he called his, um, this was years ago, he said something about, I, I don't know if you get this with the slang, but he said, he called his wife the old ball and chain. <laughs> Because <laughs> you have the the, do you know like the convicts used to have it and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah. So it was like something he just had to like drag around all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, the old ball and chain. <laughs> so, maybe that's not the nicest terminology to call your wife, but hey, I thought it was funny.
2: <laughs> you you liked it or
0: maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, we're going into another topic there. Of no? <laughs> course. Cool, so you can find these guys on. The gents.club. You can also find them on accessconsciousness.com. You can have joyof.business. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we should, though. Um, yes, we should. So I want to thank you guys so much for coming on here tonight. Is there anything else you guys want to add?
2: Um, just for if, if you're interested in, in classes, or we will be probably in the next month in um, Brazil, right? Yeah. We had some
1: more um, requests from Brazil. Also, um, Europe in Europe and um, India, yeah. And we have India, yeah. And we have a um, we have a book club coming up, and we also have uh, we're going to do private sessions called the Gent sessions, so you can get a session with um, one of the four of us. Uh, and we also have telecall that's yeah. in the works as well. So
0: and I know a lot of the classes, people don't have to go to Brazil or India or Europe, etc. They're going to be audio live as well. Is that yeah. a possibility? Yep. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Well you've got half the gents actually work on Access Consciousness um, audio uh, team, so, <laughs> so that's sorted. <laughs> so cool, awesome. All right, well, thank you so much, guys, for coming on. Thank you so much. And uh, I look forward to having you both on again and possibly with Mark and Romaine. And uh, let's, I'm looking forward to the, the next chapter to see how the Gents Club goes.
1: Thank you.
0: Thanks, everyone. And if you like this podcast, please share it around with your friends, folks, anyone, your husbands, wives, whoever you want to know to get some more tools to change any area of your life that you think is not working for you.